Welcome to JAG Talk, a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Listen to in-depth discussions about different legal fields and hear insights and lessons learned from practitioners across our enterprise. Chapter 20, Part 3, Accessions, Naval Justice School. Lieutenant Commander Natasha Bodie with Code 61. I work with the sessions and I am joined by Lieutenant Lindsay McCarl who works with on recruiting at Code 61. We are here today to talk to you about Naval Justice School. Just a plug for our, our other two podcasts that are out there if you are in the pro-rec um, timeline. Our first podcast is regarding working with your recruiter, so pre-commissioning, how you get to that commissioning process. Our second podcast is on officer development school. And finally, we are here at talking to you about Naval Justice School. This is our third podcast because it does follow a chronological timeline. You've got a commission, then get to ODS, and then finally get to Naval Justice School. So there is typically a break between officer development school and Naval Justice School where if you are a student program, you will go back to your civilian life. So again, many of you, if you've listened to the ODS podcast, hopefully you are aware that during that time frame between ODS and NJS, you will not be receiving pay or benefits. If you're a direct appointment officer, you joined as a lawyer, then you will actually go to your ultimate duty station between ODS and NJS. So if you were stationed to go or you were slated to go to San Diego, California after Naval Justice School, then as a DA, you would actually report to San Diego between ODS and NJS and then report back to Naval Justice School once Naval Justice School starts. In terms of timelines as to when you will be attending NJS, Naval Justice School has three classes per year. They are in August, October, and January. Most of our individuals end up going to the October or January classes. In order to begin Naval Justice School, you must have passing bar results in hand. So if you um, are going are taking the bar at one of the states that gets bar results back prior to mid-October, the main states that come to mind are places like North Carolina, Arizona, some of those smaller type of states, then you will be tentatively slated to attend the October Naval Justice School. If you are taking the bar exam in one of the locations that doesn't get their bar results back until later October or November, for example, California, New York, Texas, typically those bigger states, Virginia, then you will probably and most likely be slated for the January Naval Justice School. If for some reason you need to be pushed to the August class, that's always available as well. And if you are a direct appointment officer, so you already have passing bar results, we just try to get you in the timeline between ODS and NJS as fast as possible. So if you commission and you're able to get to the August ODS class, then we'll send you to the October at Naval Justice School. But if you don't commission until, let's say, the September timeframe, then we get you to October and then January. And then if you commission somewhere between, let's say, March, then you'd probably go to the April ODS and the August at Naval Justice School. So all that to say, there are lots of moving pieces as to when you will actually attend Naval Justice School. So it's very important that you keep our office informed about which bar exam you take, when you get those results back, and how your commissioning is going, because we can give you a better estimate as to which Naval Justice School you'll actually be attending. With all that in regards to timelines and what to expect at the beginning there, what can they, Lieutenant Carl, what can they actually expect once they arrive at Naval Justice School? How long will they be there? And are there officers from other services there with them? Of course, ma'am. 
So you will be spending a lot of time with your peers and the Naval Justice School instructors. Um, we mentioned in prior podcasts that your reputation begins at ODS um, within the Navy JAG Corps, but it really solidifies at Naval Justice School and it will continue um, following you th- throughout your career as a Navy JAG. There are other students at Naval Justice School, including JAGs from the U.S. Marine Corps and from the Coast Guard as well. Naval Justice School runs 10 weeks, and um, classes typically begin at about 7.30 in the morning. You'll have a lunch break sometime midday, and then you're typically released at about 5.30 p.m. Um, In the evenings, you pretty much can do what you want, um, although it's recommended that you keep up with your studies, um, preparing for class, studying, reading, completing assignments, things like that. Um, but it is a very fun and interactive learning environment. On Fridays, you will have required group PT with your BLC or basic lawyer course classmates. And Wednesdays have a traditional but voluntary five-mile run in the morning. It's called Pain Before Breakfast. And um, if you go to the January class in Newport, it definitely can involve pain when it's snowing outside. But students of all running levels are encouraged to participate. Now, the typical student program individual will promote to O2 or Lieutenant JG on the first day of BLC. Um, So just as a heads up, hooray, a little promotion for you. And then unlike law school, um, studying and preparing for the basic lawyer course is your job. So you're expected to take the course very seriously, work at your highest performance level. Um, There are awards at the end of the semester or at the end of the class for students who have the highest academic performance. Uh, The topics that are covered include everything from military justice to legal assistance, basic staff judge advocate and command services topics, and there's a really fun little section on operational law. So ma'am, what are some of the most commonly asked questions you receive from officers prior to attending NJS? We do receive a good amount of questions because people don't really know what to expect a lot of times. Um, It is a little bit different. You're in school, but again, as Lieutenant McCarl mentioned, it is your primary job and you're getting paid to be in school at this point in time. So one of the questions is, well, how much free time will I actually have? As Lieutenant McCarl mentioned, we typically get out of class around 1730. So you have your your evenings are really to kind of yourself, for lack of a better phrase. So if you wanted to go out to dinner, you can go out to dinner. If you want to have dinner on base, you can have dinner on base. If you want to go to the gym, all those things that, you know, are your within your realm of possibilities. Uh, but you will almost always have something to do that evening to prepare for at least the next day in regards to um, studies. All your weekends are free, so again, you have some flexibility there with what you want to do during those weekends, whether that's uh, rest, whether that's PT, whether that's study, whether that's visit with friends in the local area, um, that is up to you, and you're given more breadth and freedom at Naval Justice School than you are when you are at Officer Development School. The other question we commonly get are friends and family allowed to visit. Yes, they are allowed to visit, um, but again, during from 0730 to 1730, you're really in class from Monday through Friday. Um, So, of course, you could visit with them afterwards or on the weekends. Um, That's obviously an option and something that if you're, especially if you're from that local area or kind of near that local area, a lot of uh, people have family and friends who actually do stay and visit with them. 
As far as them getting on and off base though, unless they are dependent or have their own ID, you would have to go escort them onto base if they were visiting you and you wanted to have them come visit you on base. So lots of times it's easier to, to go off of base if that's where you want to meet them, which leads to a question about whether you're allowed to have your car on base. Yes, you are allowed to have your car on base during the course. You probably wouldn't use it during the week, just, well, for at least during school hours because the distance between where you are staying on base and where the um, course actually is is very walkable unless it's January and you know freezing you may want to use your car but probably by the time it heats up you're already at the at the class um, but that is an option that some students choose to use especially if they know that their ultimate duty station is something that they want to drive their car to um, so yes you are you are authorized to have that if that works for you um, <clears throat> the other question is can I take leave during the course there is no scheduled leave time during the course. Um, if you have a very special exception that comes up, you need to get, you are, your bar, your state requires that you get sworn in in person, for example, then you can talk with your course coordinator ahead of time and a request can be routed to the commanding officer of Naval Justice School for determination. Um, but other things typically are hard to get leave for, but again, feel free to have that open dialogue and discuss with your course coordinator if you have any of those types of questions that you think require or you'd like to take leave during that time frame. But generally speaking, again, it's 10 weeks and you're pretty much required to be there the, the whole time. But if you have other questions, you can again always reach out to Code 61 and we can either answer them for you or we can put you in touch with whoever your course coordinator will be who can answer more specifically to that specific course. All right, Lieutenant McCarl, after the course itself, after those 10 weeks, what happens after they graduate? Well, this is the exciting part for everyone. You get to go to your first duty station. Hooray! You're in the Navy. You will be released right after graduation, and you will be given proceed time or travel time to get to your first duty station. For people that are being stationed in Norfolk or D.C. or somewhere else on the eastern seaboard, um, you typically have one to two days to drive or fly to your ultimate duty station. For folks that are going overseas or to further away locations like San Diego, Hawaii, um, you typically will be given... Uh, anywhere between two and four or five days to actually get to your ultimate duty station. And uh, the admin shop that is at Naval Justice School and in Newport, Rhode Island will assist you with getting all of that travel worked out while you are at Naval Justice School. Great. Thank you, Lieutenant Carl. Just a few uh, things to reiterate just so we have the main takeaways here is that you must have passing bar results prior to attendance at Naval Justice School. So uh, again, going back to kind of the frequently asked questions, we do get people who say, well, I have, I'm going to get the results that are anticipated a week after Naval Justice School starts. Can I just attend the October ODS or Naval Justice School so I don't have that big break between the January class? Understandably, people want their associated pay and benefits. However, you ha must have those passing bar results prior to actually sitting in the seat at Naval Justice School. It's one of those hard and fast rules. We have seen people who choose to take a different bar exam because they wanted them sooner. So they're going to school in DC, but they decide, well, I'm gonna take North Carolina because I know North Carolina gets those passing bar results back sooner. That's within your purview to do. So if that's something you wanna consider because you really wanna make sure you don't have that big time gap from at the January class, that's fine. As far as the JAG Corps is concerned, uh, we have no, we don't care which bar exam you take. If you take California or New York or Virginia, great. If you take Arizona, 
North Carolina or Florida because you want to get them back sooner, that's great as well. We care about the passing results. Um, so keep that in mind in terms of your planning purposes. As Lieutenant Carl mentioned, this really is where your reputation solidifies. Um, so we all have stories from things and people that happened at NJS. Um, so keep that in mind. You'll be spending all day, every day with these individuals. Um, so be professional. Um, again, these are, will be your peers. If you stay in for 20, 30 years, they, you will continue to see them throughout the, your time in the service. So you don't want to look back and be like, oh, that was a mistake to do X, Y, and Z. I, I wish I hadn't had done that. And you're still working with this person 25 years later. Um, again, just really keep that in mind as you go throughout those 10 weeks. You're expected to act as an officer at school. So sometimes during law school, you may have been tardy to a class because you can just roll in and maybe the teacher would look at you, but that would be the extent of what you got, you know, your, your reprimand. Um, when you are in the military environment, you're expected to be at class on time and on time is before the class actually starts. So keep that in mind and keep that going throughout your time during the course. All of that said, always also remember to have fun because it is the first time that you get to meet your peers and you get to really experience them and see the instructors as well. Learn from the instructors while you're there. They've had, they're chosen for that duty station because they have some experience that they, the Jack Corps has decided that they can kind of impose or, or bring to the table. Um, so talk to your instructors. Don't be afraid of them. Talk to them about their experiences, where they have been, any recommendations they have about how to proceed within the JAG Corps, use, their, use them while you are there. But also just talk to your peers and have fun while you're there. Go out to dinner, enjoy your time there. Um, but just again, remember that you know, are expected to act, act accordingly as an officer, um, but enjoy your time while at Naval Justice School. With that, this is the end of our podcasts. Uh, but please, again, if you have, want to reference anything about working with your recruiters or officer development school or anything further that you have questions about with it, all three of these topics, including this one, Naval Justice School, always feel free to reach back out to our office at Code 61. Thank you very much. You have been listening to JAG Talk, a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Visit jag.navy.mil for additional chapters of this podcast series. Thank you for tuning in.